0: guys welcome to church and other drugs my name is jed and welcome to the show sorry for the delay and i'm not quite sure how my voice sounds but i got the covid19 uh lots of ironic things about this so first off i had my i'm once vaccinated twice shy but i have my first vaccine on like the 27th of July, and so my second dose was scheduled for um, last Tuesday. So Monday, I recorded an episode with Scott Countryman, um, and one of the ironic things, I brought up uh, how, I guess it was last year, um, I get it so confused, it was either last year or two years ago, but... Me and Scott did an episode titled um, Jed and Scott Wildly Speculate About Coronavirus. And so I was talking about how I think it'd be funny if we go back and listen about like what we were right on and what we were wrong on. So as the interview was going on, I started to feel like shit and (laughs) to put it like it was I was having trouble thinking. I was having trouble staying awake. I was like irritable, um, starting to sweat and get chills. And so abruptly, I was just like, hey, Scott, all right, I got to stop, dude. And I don't even know um, if I'm going to release this. Um, I'm going to. I'm going to put the episode. This is what that episode is going to be just because I think it'll be funny if y'all can hear, I don't even know if I'll sound different, but I think it will be funny, uh, to know that this was recorded the day, essentially COVID started kicking in for me. So I will also, we'll just, I'll tell you how my experience has been. (coughs) There we go. Um, So, Monday, I did the interview with Scott, started going downhill real fast. I went to bed at like 8.30, which is very abnormal for me. Um, So, I go to bed. Around 3 a.m., I was awakened by my body, feeling like I had been beaten with a sack of bricks. Um, I was in a pool of sweat, uh, shivering. Not quite like shaking, but it was it was a steady tremor of shivering. Um, very confused, very tired, but I could not go back to sleep and I couldn't really move. Um, the very first sign I had was uh, uh, I woke up and coughed up some phlegm and I had a tickle in my throat. And I was like, Mm, it's not good. But that happens to me all the time, so I didn't think anything of it. So, yeah, that... From 3 a.m. until 8 a.m., I just struggled to exist, and that was when I knew um, I, I need to go get tested, okay? So, here was the other ironic thing about me catching COVID right now. Um, my health insurance, I got a, I got a new job. I don't know if I've said that publicly, um, and my health insurance for the new job had not yet kicked in. So, this is Ground zero, this is like worst case scenario for being uninsured is catching uh literally a historic virus from a pandemic, right? That's not the time you want to be uninsured. So I had to look up and find uh places that do testing for free. By the time I, I found that, it was too late. Uh They had been done for the day. So I was like, okay, well, I'll just... I'll just do it tomorrow. I told my boss that um, I had been in contact with someone that had a positive test and I might have it, but I'm not sure. He said, okay, um, you know, we'll, we'll just, we'll wait this out. So Tuesday, I woke up really bad shape, really bad shape. So I had to muster the strength to get my car and drive to a free testing drive through place, which I think those things are bullshit, and I'll, I'll present exhibits A and B. So, like, I drive through, they give me the swab and just tell me to swab my nose, they do the instant test, and then they just tell me to park my car and sit and wait. And if you've ever had, like, the flu or any kind of sickness, you know the last, absolute last thing I wanted to do was sit just... I wanted to do anything but sit in my car and just wait somewhere. It was awful. Awful, awful, awful. So I finished waiting. The lady comes over with a test. Oh, you're negative, but would you like to send it off for a PCR test? I was like, yeah, okay. So they gave me another swab, did that, send it off, go home. Um, wait around. Things are getting much worse. This is This is when it was kind of bad because I knew for sure that something was very wrong and I was very sick. I did not yet have the test, though, so I think even my boss may have been... You know, there's still... Whenever you say you're sick, there's kind of that attitude of, like, yeah, right, buddy. Like, I'm sure you're really sick. You know, you're just... Especially old me, old hypochondriac Jed. Like, I guess I've cried wolf about sickness too many times. I'm so sorry for that. (laughs) It's it's necessary, though. Um, So... Things the situation is deteriorating. Finally, my old job sends uh, an employee to come administer a test for me. We do it, bing bang, boom, I got it, positive. And it's funny, like as soon as I saw the positive test, the symptoms got worse. Uh and it was it was awful. It was just very for me and kind of still the worst symptoms. Are like the brain fog and the cognitive stuff because I woke up the next day, the next morning in an extraordinary panic attack. Like, ext- like someone needs to come take me to the emergency room. I'm about to die. And and it's I realized it's because. So f- from the minute I got this or thought I had this thing till got my test till found out I had it, I could not find a single. Concise instruction anywhere. It there anywhere? Everyone has their opinions. This is what I did. This is what you should do. The CDC sort of says this, you know. Because I was trying to find out if I should go get vaccinated while infected. Can't re- you know? You think that'd be a quick, easy Google? Nope. Lots of differing opinions there. I still kind of think I should have done it, but I ended up not doing it because you know, whatever. I guess there's always the chance. I didn't want anything to get worse, um, but and so when I have this like mystery virus, uh, and all I could do was you know like I really had to stop myself reading reports about people on ventilators and all these horror stories and Reddit and because everything is flooding my mind about just you have this horrible virus and no you know. Even if you need help in Louisiana right now, like, I'm not getting a hospital bed. Like, that's, the chances of that happening are very slim. So, essentially, you're kind of on your own. But which turned out to be fine, though. Like, I guess I just need to let my body do its thing. And I I do think that having one vaccine dose softened the blow because from people I spoke to that had... Uh, Covid with no vaccine, they were acutely sick for you know four, five, six days. Uh, my worst was probably three days, two two real shaky, I'm gonna die days, and three like shaky days, and then past that, it's just been fatigue, so tired, exhaustion. Oh, and the other, the other awesome timing of all this was that uh my first week my uh next semester of college classes started this week so I missed every single first class and you know I thought you know that first days of classes oh we're just gonna like take roll and go over the syllabus no they were they jumped right into lectures and all this shit so I missed a lot I have all this brain fog so I can't Figure out what I'm supposed to do. Uh, it, it's very, very frustrating, and there's been a ton of anxiety this week like a ton. It's been awful. The really cool thing is that uh, my friends have really shown up, and I, I've been, you know, my parents sent me a DoorDash gift certificate. People have brought Gatorade and, you know, all the essentials. Um, and then I've just been uh, watching stuff. And, you know, somebody said like, oh, well, now you got all this time to do art and stuff. The <laughs> It's like that Twilight Zone episode where the guy that loves to read survives the apocalypse and then his glasses break. It's like, yeah, I got all this time. But I like I tried to do art like twice and I just got so frustrated because like I can't think I can't. Uh there's no motivation there. I guess my brain is too busy trying to live to worry about pesky things like serotonin and dopamine and stuff like that. Um so I have not been able to do anything and it's been difficult to convince myself that it is okay to just sit and just watch stuff and rest. I don't really under it still feels like I'm doing something wrong, but this is like what I have to do. Um there's there are a lot of interesting things to glean from getting really sick and it really makes me empathize for those of you out there that have chronic illness. I can't imagine. I can't I mean I cannot imagine how you live a normal life and I am so in awe of that and you're a trooper, okay? I'm just I'm telling it to you straight. I still, um, so currently it's, it's day seven, uh, my quarantine ends on my birthday, August 25th, uh, so that's cool, um, and I lost my smell, I did not lose my taste, thank God, uh, but, and I don't know if my smell's coming back, but everything, I just, there's just, like, a constant scent of, like, like, singed copper, or, burned something it just it's gross like I knew it was bad when I changed my cat's litter box nothing no problem like I could (laughs) I could taste or I could feel the ammonia like stinging my throat other than that I would I hadn't you I no idea couldn't tell you what I was doing gross like that's not good I guess (laughs) you know worst case scenario I could do some you know I could I don't know. Go clean up dead bodies now or something. If it never comes back, that that'd be a plus. I please come back. Yeah, you, you know, once things get taken away, you really learn to appreciate the small things. Um, I would kill to smell my. Um, uh, see, brain fog. Can't think of my cologne. Oh, that hurts, dude. This is the stuff. This is the stuff that scares the shit out of me and bothers me um i don't like losing my cognitive abilities and they're already very flimsy from decades of drug abuse so good grief um creed aventis thank you Jeez, that's my cologne creed aventis so i you know in in summary get vaccinated you don't want this for sure um I didn't want this. I want it to go away. I hope that I don't have any of the long-haul symptoms. I hope that I get over this quick. Um, and enjoy this episode. You know, we'll see. How, know it for what it is. Know that in the, in the behind the scenes, I'm dying. So send me an email at churchandotherdrugs at gmail.com, patreon.com slash churchandotherdrugs, uh, storefrontier.com slash churchandotherdrugs, thank you all uh for the support and the prayers um, oh we had some we had some new patreons oh let's see let's see let's see uh, Mark McCune and myra lott thank you thank you myra lot uh thank you thank you very much um it's super 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 duper appreciated all right gosh oh and what i've been watching i started watching yellowstone uh i saw the movie bernie i watched daybreakers uh gunpowder milkshake um mainly yellowstone that's a good show it's a good show kevin costner taylor sheridan wrote it it's good stuff good stuff all right guys love y'all i'm alive see y'all next time Yeah, I mean, I've got, yeah, so I've got to recap, I woke up with a scratchy throat and uh, a vaccinated person that I was around has tested positive uh, since they told me that I've been feeling shittier, which I, I know well and good could just be because I'm thinking about it, but I do genuinely, it's like if I, if I don't have COVID, I am sick then um and so my second vaccine dose is scheduled for fucking tomorrow and i yeah i really think i'm just gonna go get it so the things i've read there's some evidence that it could help kick start your immune system and help you get over covid quicker there's also some evidence that it's going to make the side effects of the vaccine a lot worse, but I don't think for an extended period, I think it'd be a good thing, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, I can't see it hurting. You are going to, I wouldn't imagine. I wouldn't be surprised if you start feeling shittier, you know what I mean? Like if you get a yeah. reaction because of, because of that, but I guess it would be good to have the antibiotics, right?
0: Yeah. And, uh, it's like you're, I would feel shitty regardless, and apparently the the second dose, how long did you feel shitty with the second dose?
1: I got it at 9 a.m. I took the day off work, and by like 3 o'clock, uh, I went to sleep, and I didn't wake up until I had to open the next morning at 7 o'clock. So, you're
0: kind of quiet.
1: Yeah. Can you hear me now? Mm about the same any better it's
0: about the same is that better that's a lot
1: better okay it's a thousand (laughs) times better let me turn the fucking youtube off i was gonna watch uh biden talk about afghanistan
0: yeah i watched that too i actually well I, whatever i'm not going to say my opinions on it yeah don't.
1: uh
0: long story short it's gonna be a shit show whenever you do that
1: oh uh, i gotta think that it'd be good to get the antibodies bro
0: yeah so how did you feel with your back second dose
1: i went to sleep at like three Uh, I got it at nine in the morning. I took the day off work. And uh, by like three o'clock, I went to bed and I didn't wake up until nine. Or no, like seven. I had to be at work at seven. So, yeah, I woke up at seven. But like that was it. I went to bed.
0: Oh, okay. So it just kind of knocked you out?
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I'd be terrified, dude. I keep, I never get sick. I got the, uh, the flu in uh like a month ago two months oh, ago oh
0: really you're the first person uh
1: yeah
0: how was that
1: uh I felt really bad be- I went to the emergency vet I mean uh not vet fucking uh dot right next to the vet and uh I didn't test positive for the flu but the first one said don't take antibiotics and just see if you can fight it off and then I felt awful for two days and as soon as I started antibiotics I was better like within eight hours. Oh wow, yeah, but I missed four days of work.
0: Yeah, that's rough because you don't have um, you don't have time off or like PTO yeah. or do you?
1: No, well, I mean they still pay me, but because uh, I'm on salary, it just sucks because I'm away from the kitchen and it's uh, a small staff. Like the, the place I'm at now is only sixty seats, so it's a ten person staff, uh, and it's the first place that i've been an executive at i'm usually a suit so uh i run the whole kitchen with 10 employees so when, like one person's gone it makes a big deal Basically. so if
0: uh you know, uh, a lot of people probably recognize um the voice it is scott scott countryman old old friend of the pod yeah uh we'll, we'll go ahead i'll go ahead and make the uh, this will be a good marker, so I'm calling it now. I think, yeah. I think that I have it. We will see. I'm pretty sure I've said that about three or four times on this show, though. And that's what keeps freaking uh, me out. Dude, I, I've got, I, I've, I've really gotten tested nine times. or ten times because nine or ten times I've been in direct, and I'm talking about, like, vaping and drinking after these people that have tested for it and I have never fucking tested positive so I don't know I'm so confused at this point dude
1: like if anything is one of the variants and you've already like the early exposure you know what I mean and maybe yeah off. even if you test positive like I don't know what your course of action would be any different you know what I mean well Go that's ahead.
0: what this is what I didn't realize I was like okay so say i test positive what am i supposed to do like am i supposed to go to a doctor do i call a doctor is there anything they can prescribe do i just sit there like what are you supposed to do
1: yeah i think you just like tough it out uh unless you like have a crash or whatever like some other it shuts over you know like one of your other organs i guess (laughs) yeah that would be bad (laughs) i haven't seen you know i haven't seen i've seen a ton of people get it And I haven't seen anybody be super affected more than two days. So it's like, but my peer group and social group has just been lucky, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I don't think it's as bad. You know, it's it's just one of those rare things. It's like a numbers game.
0: Yeah. Well, and my, so my friend that got it, that's vaccinated, they said that uh, they really feel fine. Like they just had congestion and that's about it. Uh, they said yeah. otherwise i feel kind of normal so that is um that's encouraging and like i've had one vaccine so you know i don't know
1: it's better than aids right or is that true
0: AIDS i had a well that's the second time aids has come up in two days we were talking about <laughs> uh I, yeah and so, somebody uh somebody was Because I'm going to Furnace Fest also, which is this giant uh, metal and hardcore festival that I've been looking forward to for two years now. And they just announced that they're going to require a vaccination card or a negative test result. And people are losing their Fucking minds, dude. They're just like, you, you're gonna tell me that I gotta get a vaccine? And it's like, no, you dingus, it said, or a negative test. But this guy's like, you're, you're not sending me to a, a pandemic test site? No, what did he say? Oh, a scamdemic test center. He's like, ain't nobody testing me for nothing. It's like, bro, calm down. I Isn't, don't
1: understand. I don't understand, like, I'm all about the freedom part, but I do understand if they're going to make you have one of those. You know what I mean? It just seems like common sense if you're going into a large group. It's
0: common so like, sense, bro. Yeah. At this point, if you don't understand that that is what's going to be required, then you are dumb. You're real yeah, dumb.
1: Gotta, or you just got to sit things out. There's just consequences over it. You know what I mean? Like, because, Yeah, right, right. Because you're taking this part of freedom or whatever your choice is, you don't get to do this right now. So,
0: yeah, and I I do, I get it on the opposite standpoint of like the uh, liberty and personal choice and freedoms. And I am a big proponent of the idea that if you give. A moose, a muffin, he's gonna want a brownie, sort of thing. So, like the government—did you ever read that book? I always make yeah. that reference. And okay, you did good. Yeah. Um, you—the g- government gets that kind of power, then are not not—they're yeah. not I've giving it, it up.
1: They don't want to give it up. I, I see it in my suppliers a lot too. It's just like it's infected a lot of society since this COVID thing. But it's also helped. Like it was because of the our suppliers raising their prices and our menu prices it like i'm able to pay my workers more it did help that in my industry and that's not you know it's not going to go back down i'm not going to go from paying my line cooks 13 you know up to 17 you know you're not going back down so it rate it did raise our industry weight
0: that's that's very interesting are you Well, Louisiana is way different. It's it's ground zero up in this piece. It's horrible. But what's I mean, what's it like in like? Because here we are worried across the board about another shutdown type situation, but or like businesses closing that sort of thing. What about in uh, South Carolina? What's what's what's
1: no? I mean, we were earlier. It was you know. It's just become something you you'd have to live with. I don't there's That's no what way I'm there's saying. Any, I don't think there's any way there's gonna be any more shutdowns. It's just the day, you know. I even hate using the word data, but like the common sense thing, you know, the shutdowns don't work.
0: I was scrolling through old episodes and I I still, I wanna re-listen to it, but uh our episode Scott and Jed wildly speculate on the coronavirus back when this yeah, thing was yeah, just yeah. starting. <laughs> I should go back and listen and see what we were right and see what we were wrong about. But gosh, we definitely, I know for sure. Nobody thought this was what life was going to look like in 2021.
1: Yeah. I was talking to uh, one of our expos the other day and uh, just the emotional upheaval of the last year. You know what I mean? Like it was, I, I thought it was going to shut down society or whatever. I watched way too much news. It was just like, it was really it's a shock to the system
0: it but, dude it's it's been destroying well and the overdose deaths are yeah out did you see the control. census data
1: no. did you see the census data where the uh the median age of white males in the midwest from like 18 to 35 like opiate overdoses lowered the uh, median life expectancy by some ridiculous what? amount what yeah, my uh, little sister works in addiction stuff, and we were texting back and forth because she works for the state, so she gets all this like state and uh census data or whatever. So, I and I'm sure you can bend the results to whatever you want them to see. You know sure. what I mean? Sure. No, and uh, in her industry, she was like, it's super, super impactful.
0: No, uh, I mean just just anecdotally. There. I mean, this year alone, I can count eight. That's yes. that's that I that I at least like one person removed no. Yeah, there was uh, four that's they had a lot
1: server, servers the other day. There was four servers the other day that bought an eight ball and then uh did it and it had fentanyl in it and they all died and the fucking KM came in the next morning and found all four of them what? At the re- yeah at the restaurant uh dead
0: from cocaine
1: yeah, yeah that had that had fentanyl in it
0: what is going on? It's
1: it's it's not. I don't. It's not an intentional thing. I think a lot of it has to do with like the same guy that is selling coke is also selling you know fentanyl or fentanyl analogs or whatever it is. What do you think the bag? Yeah, it gets contaminated. The bag. You
0: think it's an accident?
1: Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. Oh, interesting. I think That's... sometimes. It, I mean, I. I'm sure there are malicious dealers that. That would do that, but it just doesn't make any sense. You don't want to kill your customer base like that, you know what I mean? Just brings yeah, no.
0: Use. That's that's what's been tripping me out because it doesn't make. I guess that's interesting. I never even really uh, considered the human error.
1: Yeah, it's potential. contaminated. It, yeah, it's just. I mean, that's what I've always. I, my sister and I have had this conversation a lot because she uh, works at the Charleston Center that handles all the methadone and suboxone in the area. It's the only methadone clinic within like the a large area, mm-hmm. and uh, so she sees all of that, and she gets all these uh, stories. Man,
0: that's because I can't but imagine. Yeah, she,
1: so that's that. That's what she was telling me was that she'll run into her clients that overdose, and a lot of them are getting fentanyl. She uses like secondary fentanyl exposure from other things that Dude. They into. like they weren't trying to ingest it. Basically,
0: I can't. I can't even. Wrap my mind around thinking you're about to blast off on some cocaine and you die from an opioid overdose.
1: Like, what? That's one of the main things that keeps me from like slipping or using anything right now.
0: You'll, I mean, it's like a 50
1: 50 chance. It's like you're either going to get high or you're going to die. Yeah. And I've had some fucking awesome times doing coke and getting high. You know what I mean? But uh, I just don't feel like, taking the risk you
0: know no and it's a it's a it's a real (laughs) it's a real real risk yeah Um, and i'm gonna
1: be i'm gonna be fucking 39 next september 6th dude i never thought
0: i'm gonna be 34 on the 25th that's crazy (laughs) dude yeah it's like
1: i never should have made it this long through through everything so yeah but uh so i guess i had originally texted you about this uh it's, it's a drug-related situation at work. Uh, the kitchen I'm at, right, I just hired this sous chef like six or eight months ago. Uh-huh. And she's awesome. It's rare to find, like, a female uh, in this industry that is a rock star. And she was one of them. But this Vietnamese restaurant I'm running, we, you, you work really closely together. Not only is the, face, you know, the space uh, physically close, you work a lot of hours together. She's a cool chick, right? But she's one of those chicks that likes loser dudes. Yep, and uh, <laughs> it's just. And the there chicks- are <laughs>
0: there are a lot of dudes that uh, like loser chicks.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But uh, so he he's come up there a couple times to wash dishes, and uh, I'll pay somebody hundred bucks to wash dishes for like five hours, and uh, he gets arrested for meth possession. The other day, she bails him out and signs for his seventy five thousand dollars bond for less than an eight ball possession. Wow! Yeah, and uh, I was like, "Shit, what is his background?" And he has two prior convictions, but it's Dorchester County, so I don't, I don't know. But uh, she bails him out, and she comes to work the next day and tells me about it. And the next day, she's off, and I get a call from her dad saying she got arrested and i'm like well what for meth possession so they're in the car and he had stashed uh dope in her bag in the back of the car and the cops had been watching him and they get pulled over and she takes the meth possession charge <sighs> and yeah and is locked up in jail for like four days and I'm like, well, this is all through the lens of of, you know, coming from her. So I've got to tell my boss, and I tell him, and he kind of leaves it up to me of what to do. And I get the I asked all the other managers, the front of the house people, and they start telling me all this crazy shit about her staying in the bathroom like super late and just other behaviors that I could like second guess the whole time. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. When it's seen through the uh the prism of being arrested. I just can't see this chick being a tweaker. I don't know. It's just been bugging me.
0: Well, so what? What about it is bugging you?
1: That I don't know if I should believe her or not.
0: Oh, what do you what what yeah, do you, got- what do you think is the truth versus what is the truth? So the truth that she is saying is that um it's it was his it's not mine i don't do this stuff i'm just taking the rap for him and you're concerned that she's just this closet tweaker
1: i don't know yeah i just can't see it doing that you know what i mean and the other thing is that this is still a downward employee relationship you know what i mean so i'm getting kind of too involved anyways but i almost feel like this moral obligation to do it you know what i mean
0: to do what?
1: To try to help her as much as I can.
0: Uh, well, what kind of help is she asking for?
1: None. I'm just trying to help her keep her job because she makes my job easier. And I enjoyed working with her, but I'm wondering if I should just like cut ties. You know what I mean?
0: I don't know. I mean, what's your gut tell you? I want to keep
1: her on. I think she's awesome.
0: I mean, but... what's, what's the risk?
1: I'm going to be held responsible, you know, mm. if something, if, if something happens and we're going into a restaurant week in two weeks, which is like our busiest two months of the year float us for the next six or eight. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I need really good qualified people. But
0: I don't know. I mean, where's, what's her current status?
1: I gave her to Wednesday, just uh, gave her time off. She's getting her living situation. Straight too, like there's a bunch of external factors. You know what I mean? Like there's other things besides just the rest in her personal life, but work is awesome. You know what I mean? And it could just be a super functional addict, and I'm enabling the behavior by uh, mm. giving her a place to fuel. I don't know. You know what I mean? I mean, all, like, all you gotta
0: what, do. I mean, you can just take her back on with you know you can have the you can have the talk on the front end where just like, hey, I'm. Not that I'm going to be watching, but you know, you're on a basically uh, a very short leash Leash. until, yeah, until you kind of prove that however you want to word it, but basically that you're going to have to earn my trust back.
1: You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the other thing is that I'm a piece of shit that went to prison. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. That's, that's what I get. That's, Yeah. yeah. That's what I've been really, struggling with and it's funny this keeps coming up into my life lately and i'm really torn and confused about what to do and that's uh helping other people like do i especially it's it complicates things when people are using i guess anything now because the chance of them dying is just is just really extreme but it's it's like I really find myself wanting, like, I guess you could call it enabling, but I have yeah. to, if I look back at my own life, there were people that you could say, quote, enabled me. But if they didn't do that, then I wouldn't be where I am today. Yeah. And so how do you know you know when is the time to that they need to experience tough love and when is the time like is you know is this going to be the thing that turns their life around or is this going to be the thing that uh destroys them and then I suffer as a result you can't really know I don't think I guess that I guess it's all and what I'm what I'm unlearning is kind of 12-step programming that would just say you know cut and dry black and white you know you can't you know this is how you help people and that's that and i don't think that that is true at all i think it's all a case-by-case basis and you have to judge each each case accordingly
1: let me all right so let me ask you this then. uh do you look as your at your clients, like at your job? Do you guess and try to judge, like, which one's going to make it and which one's not? You know what I mean? That's what I'm oh, saying. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to you make can't, a correlation. Yeah. And I'm trying you to can't. make a correlation in your life. Like, I want to help her not only as a drug addict, but as an employee. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, of course. You can't. I mean, that's automatic. Like, that's not something I can turn off. Um, That's something I have that's what to. I,
1: that's what I've heard.
0: Yeah. But, you know, are you right
1: more are you right more than you're wrong? Because I've been wrong about employees the last like three. I've thought we're gonna be like awesome, ended up being sh- you know shitbags or whatever.
0: Hm That's a good question. I'd have to really like go look at some hard data. I for sure have been wrong uh, a good many times. Uh, and mainly I'm I haven't really been wrong about people I don't think is going to make it i have been wrong about people i don't think are going to make it and they end up doing well you see what i'm saying like i've never been like oh you're not going to make it and then uh have you ever said
1: that in somebody? have you ever said that yeah like hey charlie i think you're gonna fucking die
0: yeah yeah dude (laughs) well especially at my um is that like a counseling tool yeah, it can be. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's reality. Uh and Nobody, especially
1: I don't think any counselor ever like directly told me that in in treatment. That's that's what Everybody really said.
0: <laughs> no, because yeah. I, I kind of learned that because a counselor told me, you know, he was like, if you go out and relapse again, you need to go you need to like leave everything behind go to Amsterdam go to Needle Park and just be a junkie until you die and quit pulling your family and friends along with you like just go by yourself go use and die that
1: that's that that was like
0: whoa because because I realized in that moment that he was 100% right
1: yeah but there's good things like that's how I know I'm sick when I see the joy in that oh yeah Yeah, like it's appealing. And you know, there would be no joy in that. No, <laughs> that would be an awful existence. An awful oh, existence. Be,
0: and all you would want to do is is get sober. That's the thing. It's like when you're out there, all you want to do is just like, oh God, if I could just go back. You know what that I mean? Or I would
1: just say, all my, the solution would be if I only had all this all the time. You know what I mean? Like yes. If I only, if I yes. only had enough and i didn't have to spend money that i would make all these better choices and yeah but yeah
0: all all bullshit that we tell ourselves man all this bullshit have you
1: uh have you been watching any of the ufo shit uh not
0: currently is there any
1: updates i mean i watched that Stephen m greer documentary have you seen that one about meditation and uh connecting telepathically basically you're contacting uh, extraterrestrials. It's called like the ce five protocol where you, uh,
0: Oh no. It's
1: yeah. It's it's really, it, I think it's pretty interesting. The documentaries on Netflix or HBO, one of the streaming services, but if you just type in YouTube, Stephen M. Greer and the ce five protocol uh, it sounds kind of crazy, but it's super interesting. Uh, but I like to meditate anyway. So I kind of incorporated that and you're basically like astral projecting your, your thoughts into Wherever the other dimension, uh, he he's saying that you can communicate with these extraterrestrial beings through meditation and astral projecting your thoughts. And the more people you have in the group, the stronger the connection or signal will be to the uh, extraterrestrials.
0: That, that's that's where that sounds kind of hooey to me. But I wonder if there's anything. I mean, what what about that appeals to you? You think it's uh, legit?
1: I mean, it—it's interesting. He just—he makes a really compelling case. I don't think it like that particular is a hundred percent true, but I'm interested in the meditation connection angle to, uh, the UFO phenomenon, and that part of it interests me, just because all of this video evidence and stuff that's coming out, it—I uh, I think it's too compelling to to say that there's not. Something that's violating our laws of physics or whatever, but as I've been going down that little bit of a rabbit hole, I've been watching a lot of uh, these classes from Calvary University. And okay, uh, what is have that? Have you ever seen it's I don't know where it is, but it's some Christian college. And he gave this oh, two like hours. from
0: Calvary Chapel, or is that a separate thing?
1: I, I guess I think it's some school or university surrounded or connected to the calvary church or whatever okay uh, because youtube always flings me that stuff when i watch the harvard stuff that's the only reason the algorithm does that i think but uh anyways he was talking about the ufo phenomenon and the have you did you see that the nibbets case with the tic tac video that one mm, no it's the one that was on 60 minutes it's like the 30 oh yeah clip yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. mainstream media the most yeah so he starts off talking about that case, and then he makes the connection of how the UFO phenomenon is connected to the occult, and may be some kind of tool of the Antichrist and Satan. And he that, made a he made a compelling case for that too, because uh, as I've been researching UFOs more and more, if you look back at how far they've been recorded, like you started the 40s, everybody saw blimps. And they're always like one stage ahead of our technology, so it's like blimps. Then they look like rockets, and now they look like these Tic Tacs that can violate our current uh, airspace. You know, our laws of physics, whatever.
0: That see, I would it. I guess I would almost be more inclined to believe like time travel or yeah, some Simulated sort of theory. Yeah, or like interdimensional, or even yeah.
1: just what's, uh, advanced. What's that equation, the Drake equation? Do you know anything about that? No. What's that? Uh, I can't explain it very well, but it's <laughs> basically, it's it, the guy, the Calvary University guy used it in his in that talk that I was uh, watching this afternoon, but he makes the correlation. He's saying all these phenomena are not extraterrestrial they are from the spirit realm or whatever and he makes that and he that's the connection he's making uh that it's it's like all these phenomena cattle mutilations and stuff like that may be angels and demons and from the spirit world and not ufos or transdimensional things
0: dude that's fucking interesting um, it
1: was i'd never thought about it like that and he made several points that i can't remember but that word compelling at the time <clears throat> um dude i really liked that guy you had on the other day uh the opposite of calvinism what was that guy open theism oh yeah that guy was great did you meet with that spiritual lady
0: yeah uh i have another appointment with her friday so I think
1: see, you don't, you don't see a therapist. Regularly? Yes.
0: Yeah, I do. Dude, right? Um, But like my fucking, I also, I think I might make this a Patreon episode, dude. I feel awful. Yeah. It's you got to like, go to
1: bed, bro. Yeah. It's go.
0: it's like, well, and that's what, uh yeah. It's like, I just want to go to sleep. That's a bad yeah. sign, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it is. Fuck. Yeah. It's just I, like. They say that in uh, your smell and taste.
0: I can't. I mean, that's all it's, right. Uh,
1: the taste is drink something sour or uh, like vinegar based. If you have any kind of apple cider vinegar, if you don't have, if you have a numbed or uh, reaction to it, you know what I mean? Then okay. that's, one of the, that's one of the signs. I know that because that's what the servers do at work when everybody's like, oh, I got exposed last night or whatever. And that's the, I don't know if it works. They'll
0: just, they'll just take a, I have some apple cider vinegar. So just like yeah, take, a, take if, a sip of it.
1: Are you, you can. They just take their the, a spoon and dip it in it. And if you don't have a strong reaction on your tongue, then supposedly you have the bacteria in the back of your no your nasal cavity or whatever it is. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, I'm gonna go try that right now.
1: <laughs> so it might. I, I a a thousand servers have used that, and these chicks like you know what I mean congregate and go out. But yeah, all right, buddy.
0: All right, love you, dude. We'll, we'll, love I'll you, get break. you
1: back on for a
0: proper when I'm feeling good. Yeah, whenever, bro. I mean, take it away, man. Play that Yeah, yeah. I've broken it, love. All the words come out my...